1: I was
2: determined to live. This other woman is supposed to call in, so we'll see. God, we just thank you. Welcome everyone to Prayer Warriors Needed. We are studying the gifts, the fruits of the Holy Spirit. We have a little quiz. We're gonna do our quiz. We're gonna pray. We're gonna pray for the dismantling of the targeted individual program. We're going to pray for God's sovereign power to be exemplified across this earth with sunshine. And we're going to pray for all targeted individuals that they get the strength and stamina to uh, make it to the destiny that God created them for, that they can be lined up to do the work that God created them for, as this is an assignment. We come against We come together to come against demon forces on this earth, trying to usurp authority over man that they do not have. We come against eugenic forces, the force of of having people targeted with these horrific weapons. We come of course that we, we, we come together to pray against that secrecy curse of keeping electronic weapons as if it's okay, or keeping it in the secrecy mode. We come against the secrecy mode in the name of Jesus. We come against all forms of eugenics in the name of Jesus, God, but we come together to praise your name, God, to lift you up, to say, God, you're an awesome God, you're a sovereign God, you're the mighty God, you're the God above all God. And, God, we thank you for everything you've done, everything you're going to do. We come together to praise your name. We come together to lift you up, God. We come together to say thank you, God, for this thing called grace and mercy. We thank you, God, for every rescue you brought us through. how does one live Mm -mm -mm, knowing they've been put in an assassination program? But when you have God on your side, you stand. And when you've done all that you can do, you just continue to stand. And, God, we know that you didn't put us here to suffer. But you put us here to have patience, to wait on your timing and to do your will. And as as we have as you have taught us to do, God, so it shall be. And that is what we will do. God, we just love you. We just praise you. We thank you for praying people, God. We thank you for each and every person on the line, listener, downloaders, participants, God. We can't do this without you, Heavenly Father. We thank you, God, for you being an awesome God, the mighty God, Heavenly Father. We thank you to know that you're the God of the impossible, that you can turn this program around in a minute, and we decree and declare that everything associated with eugenics is a curse, and that curse will be turned into a blessing in the name of Jesus through the power of the Most High God. God, every laboratory created to make infectious diseases will become a laboratory to rep- help rep- advance the reproduction of life and for good health purposes. God we decree and declare that laboratories made to harm people will be destroyed, that every eugenic programming, electronic weapons made to harm people will be destroyed. The only weapons that will be made will be to advance the help to help those who need those, those things. We come against that demon spirit of harming people, using science to harm people in the name of Jesus. We come against it. We plead the blood of Jesus against it. God, we thank you that you're taking science back over. God, we thank you that you're having things turn around. We thank you that criminal researchers, eugenicists, will be arrested. God, we thank you that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. God, we thank you for your word that tells us to take no part in the works of darkness, rather expose them. God, we thank you. We praise you. We exalt your name, Heavenly Father. We, ask you, God, we come to you in a humble spirit. We ask that you continue to direct our step, lead our path, which way to go, what to do. Let us know, Heavenly Father. And we thank you, Heavenly Father, for turning Satan's kingdom upside down for using your people, Heavenly Father, to retake this earth from demon forces. God, I just thank you in advance. I praise you and I exalt you in the name of Jesus. Amen. I thank you, God, for that shield of protection. As we go through, God, I ask you, God, for a continual shield of protection against electronic uh, weapons. God, they put them in this queen's apartment, but I come against it. I please the blood of Jesus. I call no impact on it. I ask you, God, to stop the demons. Stop them, God. I come against every attack on my mother's knees. I come against every attack on my lower extremities. I come against the lie of vascular surgery and vein and frying vein programs. I come against it in the name of Jesus. I please the blood of Jesus that it be reversed, that curse be reversed back. That each and every person using that weapon will be incarcerated and stricken by the same plot that they've put on for other people. I thank you, God, that the word of God says, vengeance is mine. And I know that the Lord has a way of teaching people. God, I put these each one of those enemies over those programs. Every electronic torture, weapon specialist, I put them in the hands of the Lord. I've asked you, Holy Spirit, to come on them. And do what you have to do to teach them, Heavenly Father, that the only one in charge of life and death is the Most High God. I come against the demon spirit of torture. I come against the demon spirit of deception. I come against the demon spirit of vascular surgery and vascular anything because of these weapons. I come against it in the name of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus against it. I please the blood that have no impact on God's praying people. God, I just praise your name. I thank you for our elders. I thank you for our sister, that uh, Catherine, that we haven't heard from, Heavenly Father. I thank you for covering her and giving her the gift of longevity. I thank you, God, for my mother. Oh, God, for giving her the gift of longevity. And I ask you, God, to bestow that gift upon each and every one of us, God, that walk with you and talk with you without torture, God. I come against any spirit trying to harm our elders. I bind up the spirit of induced dementia, induce sickness, induced knee pain, induced leg, neck pain. I come against it. I plead the blood of Jesus that it will have no impact on God's people. I plead the blood of Jesus for a hedge of protection for my mother from head to toe, for my sister Carolyn from head to toe, Anne's mother from head to toe, Amy's mother from head to toe. All of our seniors, in the name of Jesus, a special hedge of protection. Lord, I plead the blood of Jesus for a hedge of protection over our babies, our children, that they'll be covered from head to toe, that no weapon formed against them. I I plead the blood of Jesus against infectious diseases that have been plotted to come in their lives. I plead the blood of Jesus against every demon trap trying to take our young people out. I call Haru Scott blessed. I call Elijah Scott blessed. I call each and every one of our children blessed and highly favored. I call Elizabeth's children blessed, her grandchildren and her children. I call Amy's children blessed. I call each one of us blessed. I call my sister Camille blessed. My sister Tammy blessed. My sister Nancy blessed. My sister Anne blessed in the name of Jesus. My sister Angelica blessed. My sister, the new sisters, uh, Karen Stewart blessed, Ella blessed, in the name of Jesus, all targeted individuals working towards exposing these sick programs and coming against eugenic programming. I call them blessed and highly favored. And I ask you, God, to act to make sure, Heavenly Father, I ask you, Heavenly Father, to not let us leave this earth, not one of us, before we complete the assignment that you put on our lives. And when that time comes, God, we can say, you will say to us, my son, my daughter, job well done. So I thank you, God, for the stamina and the ability to come against demon forces. I thank you, God, for each and every person working to stop and expose eugenic programming. I come against the demon spirit of eugenic programs in every ritual that was done to get that worldly power. I plead the blood of Jesus against it. And I thank you, God that we don't have to sacrifice babies and feed statues and do all kinds of things that we can stand on the blood of Jesus to come against the eugenic programming. God, I just praise you and I exalt you in the name of Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. 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 Camille, I usually um, ask you, but Catherine said she had something to do. So, Catherine, I'm going to call you to go next.
1: and Maybe a roster.
3: No, it says all right, they dropped her.
2: All right, go ahead, Camille. I'm sorry. <coughs> okay. go ahead.
0: Well, you know what? I'm gonna have to leave uh early too, probably in about an hour. Okay, maybe a little bit less.
2: Okay. I don't know yeah. if we'll be on for an hour, but go ahead.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, Dearly beloved Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for this day. Father, I thank you that this is the day that you have made. And I thank you for the opportunity, the honor, the privilege to rejoice and be glad in this day, Father. I thank you that where two or more are gathered in your name, there you are. And I pray, Father, that our hearts, our minds, our souls, our bodies, and our focus are on you, Father, and your kingdom. It can be so distracting when, uh, you know, going through this program this targeted individual program to focus on so many other things, you know. It's almost as though sometimes I feel like I'm putting out fires. And, Father, uh, you see what they're doing in terms of me, in terms of uh, my phone and everything else, Father. And, uh, you know, I also just pray to you, Father, uh, for some of us it might be easy, for others of us, Father, it can be um, a challenge to really just, speak out and challenge what's going on. Um, I thank you, Father, for Sister Miriam, and I'm grateful to you for her and her boldness, Father, in terms of exposing this program, in terms of, you know, really just calling people into accountability, which is, Father, what you called all of us to do. And, Father, even in terms of the email yesterday, in terms of the media Sources and the fact that, you know, we are not to uh, cooperate with hidden dark forces. And that's what we do when we don't speak out, Father. So I pray for those of us who don't, aren't, I don't know, maybe um, who aren't necessarily bold, to be bold. And to really speak out, Father. Father. Because there are things that can just fester in the darkness. And sometimes I just pray because, Father, you have not given us the spirit of fear. You have given us the spirit of power, of love, and a sound mind. So I pray, Father, this is a program that needs to be exposed. This is a program that needs to be challenged in terms of whether it be law enforcement or... uh, people in positions of high authority and government, or whoever is involved, Father. So I pray to you, Father, of course, through the leading and guiding of you, of Jesus and of the Holy Spirit, that we are led and guided to expose what's being hidden in the darkness, because that's when you move. That's when justice can be done, is that when we pull You know, we pull off the sheets, if you will, and we expose what is going on. That's how you can move through us and through situations and circumstances, Father. So I pray for all of us, those of us in the community who are not as bold, to start to speak up, to become bold, Father. And just trust you and allow you to move through our lives and our hearts, our minds, our souls, our bodies in all situations and circumstances, Father, that this program will die. It will die a quick death, Father. And it's not just this program. It's, it's Father, and I pray for all of us, those of us who are targeted because we are, who are targeted are going through such horrific situations and circumstances, but I pray just in terms of Satanism on the earth Because it is taking place in all areas and aspects of life. It's as though the bowels of hell have opened up and Satan has kind of come in and taken dominion, Father. But, Father, you have ultimate dominion in the earth. And I give you the honor to worship the praise and the glory. We just have to trust and believe and we have to serve Jesus and you and your kingdom, Father. So I give you all thanksgiving honor, worship, praise, and glory. I pray for Sister Miriam and her mom and her nephews and her family and her entire bloodline, Father. I plead the blood of Jesus over her and each and every one of them, that they are totally and completely protected. No harm comes to and or near any of them, Father. And that you just just bless and highly favor them in every way, Father. Continue to bless Miriam in terms of getting the word out. And just in terms of her bold service for you and your kingdom, Father. Bless Miriam in terms of her health and her legs. Allow her mobility, Father. I know that she's been able to get some, um, some of this stuff, the borax and stuff, Father. I help her with that in terms of cleaning out her system and allowing her to be as healthy as she possibly be so she can do the work that you have called her to do, Father. And I thank you so much for that. I pray just for blessings in terms of her, in terms of wanting to move, Father, and that, you know, Father, that you open up the windows of heaven and reveal where it is, what the best, where the best place would be to move, Father, where there is a bus system, Yet the opportunity to drive, Father, just bless her and her mom in every way, their health and their very lives and their very being, Father. And in terms of her leadership in this community, Father, and I thank you. I pray to you, Father, for Catherine. I don't know what happened to her, Father, but I plead the blood of Jesus over her, her family, her bloodline that you continue to bless her, just bless and highly favor her, provide and protect her, Father. Allow her to continue moving forward, even with all of the obstacles that may be coming against her. I thank you for her presence here on this call. I pray to you, Father, for Karen Stewart. I don't know if she was able to make it, Father, but she is such a wonderful pillar and a leader in our community, Father. I plead the blood of Jesus over Karen, and her family, and her entire bloodline, Father, that no harm comes to and or near her, that you supernaturally provide and protect her, supernaturally bless and highly favor her. Allow her to continue to do the work that you have called her to do and to be a powerful force in the community, Father, in terms of exposing this wickedness, exposing the darkness, and bringing justice, but allow her to do it In you, Father, in Christ, Father, where you are able to move powerfully on the earth, Father. And I give you all thanksgiving, honor, worship, praise, and glory for Karen and her family and her entire bloodline, Father. I pray to you for Sister Nancy, who uh, apparently looks like could not make it on the call. I plead blessings and favor, supernatural blessings and favor, supernatural provision and protection over her, that no harm come to and or near her, her family, her friends, her loved ones, and her entire bloodline, Father, that you allow her to be able to continue to move forward, that you bless her son, Father, in terms of what he was dealing with, Father, and that they cling on to Jesus and on to you and your kingdom, Father, and that you just prosper them in every way. And I give you all thanksgiving, honor, worship, praise, and glory. I pray to you for Angelica, Father, and I thank you for her. She is a shining light. I plead the blood of Jesus over Angelica, her family, her friends, her loved one, her entire bloodline. Allow no harm to come to and or near her. Continue to bless and highly favor her and to move forward in you. Provide her every need, Father. And I thank you for her. And for Ella, Father, I plead the blood of Jesus over Ella and her entire bloodline. And I thank you for Ella in terms of what she does in terms of the community, Father, Just lift her up, provide and protect her, cover her and her family. I know she was having issues in terms of her family. I just pray, Father, you are an ever-present help in the time of darkness, Father. So I pray that you will be there for her, and I thank you so much. And I continue to pray to you for Elizabeth, for Amy, for um, Anne, Father, uh, for Mark, for Benny, Father, for, um, you know, whoever I may have missed, Father. You know who they are. The whole targeted community, Father. I plead the blood of Jesus over each and every one of them, for what Catherine Horton does, for what Dr. Millicent Black does, for what Ramaladee does, for Paul Marco, Father, and all of those who are part of this community. I plead the blood of Jesus over each and every one of them. And I hedge your protection surrounding them. Bless and highly favor them. Supernaturally provide and protect them, Father. Uh, Order their steps aright, Father. And I thank you so much for each and every one of these, Father. And I just pray, Father. I pray even just in terms of my meeting with um, Dr. Huffer, Father, and that all things go well in terms of that and in terms of the things that I need to get done. And um, you are wonderful and awesome, God. You truly are. You are worthy to be worshipped, honored, praised, glorified, magnified, exalted, and lifted high upon the earth just because of who you are. And I just thank you so much, Father, for all that you've done, all that you're doing, all that you will continue to do. I thank you for that we have the opportunity to fast and pray and to come together and giving you worship, honor, praise, and glory. I pray that it's a fast that is pleasing in your sight, that moves mountains, in terms of what's happening with us, Father. I curse income blacklisting, Father, and all of these electronic uh, demonic assaults coming against us, Father, and all of this gang-stalking, Father. I continue to uh, petition the High Court of Heaven, Father, for justice. Uh, Your timing is perfect, and I know that, but I pray that in your time, justice will reign on this earth. And injustice will be wiped out, Father. I pray for the souls of those who, for whatever reason, whether it be Satanism, that they are participating in this, Father. And I pray, Father, that they get a new heart. And their hearts and their minds, their souls, their bodies, and their lives are transformed for Jesus, for you and your kingdom, Father. And that Saul became Paul in the New Testament, that father that They will be transformed by the love and the power of Jesus, of Nazareth, Father. If they choose not to, though, Father, I continue to pray for your mighty hand of judgment and justice to come down upon them. And that, Father, as your scriptures say, that they reap what they sow, Father. Father, your scriptures say, uh, God shall not be mocked. Every man shall reap what he sows. He who sows to The Holy Spirit shall reap eternal life, and he who sows to the flesh shall reap eternal damnation. Your scriptures also say, Father, that the wages of sin is death. The gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. So you are God of justice. The scriptures say in the book of Psalms that righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. So I just cry out to you. I petition the high court of heaven that you rain down judgment and justice, Father, on the earth. As it is in heaven, so it shall be on earth. And I can declare and decree that, Father. As it is with you in heaven, so it shall be on this earth, Father. Wickedness will be wiped out. It will be replaced with righteousness and justice and your holiness and your purity, Father. I thank you so much for this time of prayer, and I pray this all in Jesus' name, amen.
2: Amen, amen. What a beautiful prayer. Thank you. That was awesome.
3: Thank
2: you. Can you hear me? Yeah,
3: I hear you. And I'll say amen. Amen. Go ahead,
2: Catherine. Catherine, go ahead and
3: pray. Well, she has covered so much. I do say amen to all that's been said. Ask God's protection for all of the families of the people who are being targeted. And God said to me when I ask for the total, complete destruction of those who are involved in this program, who are bringing down this misery on the lives of so many loving and good people, please, God, bring destruction to them and their families as you protect us from their evil
1: demonic ways. Hello? Hello?
3: Are you, hey, lady,
1: are you done? I didn't know
3: you were finished. Yes, I am. I just have a short prayer for protection and destruction.
2: Oh, you want to read one? <laughs> oh, no, man. no,
3: no, no. I've already, I said, so much has been said. God has heard God will continue to bless us and protect us. But I ask God um, to destroy, to completely destroy and annihilate the people and their families who are involved in this misery for our lives. And I pray that in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Amen.
4: Uh, chapter- Amen. Amen. Have- I have to agree. This is Karen Stewart. Hello. Hello. Hello.
2: Nice to Hi, meet
4: everyone. Nice to, meet I, everyone.
0: Nice to have you nice on the call. Nice to Paul meet
4: Harry. you finally.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you
4: for inviting me.
0: Yeah. You know, I listen to you especially on Thursdays when uh I guess is it Paul Marco has his podcast? Yes. Yeah, and I and it's very it, it, I think it's great. So, uh, you know, I um I just say you guys keep up the great work that you're doing. You know.
4: Well, thank you. I'm glad people seem to think that it's doing something for them. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it, I don't know, it just it keeps, well, for me, I'll just speak personally, for me it keeps I feel as though it keeps me connected in terms of what's really going on and you know, what's happening cuz for so long I've been so disconnected due to how they set up this program where they oh, try yes. to keep us so disconnected. I feel connected in terms of what's going on, what people are doing, you know, in terms of what is encouraged, in terms of what we should be doing, whether it be sending out letters or doing certain things. It, it's just, for me anyway, it's very, very helpful. And I thank you guys so much.
4: Oh, I'm so work. glad to hear that. and it It's it's nice to get feedback, um, you know, not only to direct us and say, hey, why don't you do this or, or, you know, broach this subject or, or something like that, but also to know that, you know, our efforts are actually helping people. And we do, you know, we t- do take feedback and we, and we appreciate uh, even criticism or ideas and things like that, you know, to keep us going. And so we very much appreciate the people who, who take time out to, to listen, you know. And uh, I tell people, yes, you've got certain people Doing certain things may be in the forefront, but nothing, um, you know, you've got certain people doing things, but that doesn't mean that something that I say or Catherine says or Ramola says or somebody else does uh, says won't trigger something in someone watching that calls us or calls somebody else or does something that is the breakthrough for us. So, we're hoping just to engage people. I mean, we're throwing ideas out there, we're throwing information, but the breakthrough could come from anyone. And so, I want people to know that they're all important, every single one of us. It's not so much that anybody's out front because we are all locked in our arms with each other. We are lockstep, okay? We can do nothing without prayer. And we can do nothing without the people supporting us with prayer. I mean, this would have not gone anywhere, but God is saying it's going somewhere. Now, where it's going, I don't know. And like I said, it could be planting seeds where we get an idea from somebody in Alaska or in Malaysia, you know, that breaks this thing um, open. So everybody think of it as all of us being involved because we are. And like I said, without your prayer support, this goes nowhere. And uh, one of my favorite TV pastors, uh, Charles Stanley, always says, "You get your marching orders on your knees."
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely.
3: I have to tell you that my son, who is 55 years old, and on the, the
1: attorney, with
3: all of his spiritual guidance from Charles Stanley. Oh. <laughs> All right, all Stanley. Now I'm not happy that he left church because I'm a fourth generation Catholic, but uh, he believed in
1: God's Stanley.
4: I think he's very sound. I mean, I used to watch uh, um, what D. F. Kennedy, and then he passed away, and I grieved
1: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> because he was one
4: of my mainstays. But I, I thought, well, that's that's stupid. He stepped off the earth and into heaven. You know, but I actually went into a slight depression when he passed away. But you know, there are you know, there are very questionable T V pastors, but there are some that are just um rock. Oh yeah. And Charles Stanley yeah. is, is very definitely, in my opinion, he's very definitely one.
3: Oh, my son loves Charles Stanley. He certainly does. <laughs> well I I think
2: there's well, I I just wanna interject. Um I sent out uh um, an envelope cover that Joel sent me. And when you're doing this type of work, so many people, so many demon forces try to make you feel no one's listening. But God touched that church to send me an envelope that said, Miriam, we want to hear your story. And, you know, you that, that's a little thing, but it's a big thing when you're a T.I. It's a big so thing. Right. She's want it to is. make you feel that nobody's listening. And I know the devil's a liar. I know people are listening. Right. And people in high places are listening. And this too shall pass. So I just want to say, this, you know, yeah. yeah, I like Stanley too, but I, you know, T.D. Jakes, Joe Osteen, I just thank God because the church people are on the list. It may not have happened yet, but, you know, unless this demon is tamed, there is no uh, boundaries. Well, I did call
4: Franklin Graham's Graham's number for, I think it was uh, Samaritan's Purse, and uh, I asked them for prayers. I said, all right, here's what's going on, and we need your prayers, you know. Now, did they believe me? I'm not sure. But I did call, you know, various places and tell them to tell them what's going on because we need to enlist um, Christian prayer groups as well who have exactly. no idea what this right. but they need to learn.
3: Exactly.
4: Did you get any feedback from uh, when you sent it to Franklin Graham?
0: When you. Uh... Um,
4: the woman took notes and listened very carefully and said that, okay, we'll, you know, we'll pray for you. And I did say, if anybody wants to ask me questions, have them call me back and nobody did. So maybe I'll call again.
0: Okay. All right. Well, that's, that's good. And you know what, uh, both to, um, to Miriam and to Karen and even to Catherine, I think, uh, you know, I think it's a good idea to reach out. I mean, in the beginning, Ah, uh, when I realized or when I was going through this, I reached out. Um, but I didn't really understand what this was. And I did get a right. couple of people responding, but I don't know. Then it seemed like, because what they do is they mess with my computer so much that oh, yeah. after a while, you know, I couldn't even access some of the emails that some mm. of the people were responding with. So, um, oh, dear. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's another issue, you know, and, uh, I mean, we could talk about this later, but, Karen, I'd just like to uh, kind of uh, just provide you some information offline and maybe just even some guidance uh, since you've been doing this a little while in terms of how to approach it because, uh, you know, I've been able to do some investigation and research in terms of, my system, in terms of what is going on, and I've been able to okay. uncover a lot of stuff
1: oh, in terms
0: of yeah, but it's the issue now is
4: getting someone to listen
0: to me 'cause yeah now, who you know,
4: can and will do something, you know, oh okay, yeah, yeah, 'cause I've been able no, to I uncover appreciate that yes.
0: i've I've been able to uncover those who are going into my system and how they're doing it, oh ah, uh, yeah. And uh, I brought it to the ISP who basically shut me down and said they weren't going to respond to me.
4: Oh, for Pete's sake. Yeah, so, you know. Well, I will tell everyone now if they have a pen and paper, and I'll give it more, uh, I'll give it again later. But um, as far as a mailing address, a real physical mailing address, okay. um, I am in Maryland right now, so it is a P.O. Box 394. And the city is Annapolis and it's A N N you can abbreviate it to A N N A P, period, and Junction, which is different than Annapolis, but it's Annapolis Junction, J C T, okay. Maryland, two zero seven zero one. So anybody who wants to send me something physical mail, you can send it there. Mm-hmm. And I'll give it later. If if you guys remind me, I'll give it later. How about? Do you have an email? Do you check email? Oh yes. Um, um, my initial. Con- I have two. One is an initial contact email, and then the other one is Karen. K a m s. Fifty six at gmail dot com. Okay. Thank you very much for that. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Annapolis. Anap- an- isn't that the capital?
4: I think. Right. Um, well, it's where the legislature is, but um, right. uh, Annapolis Junction is actually inland from Annapolis. That's. Uh, I'm actually in Columbia, Maryland, and okay. I found that the Columbia post office was not only incompetent but very um, right. complicit. So I got a. Uh, I PO box. All post
3: offices are complicit.
4: Well, yes, but I found. This where, where I'm i, I knew. Knew. Yes. I found one where they knew yeah. me for a long time and um, were not going to be bullied into doing anything unless people had a warrant. Um, now, the the P.O. box where I was, well, basically the, the post office where I live in Columbia was absolutely complicit, and they were basically incompetent before, but when st- things started happening, they joyfully were complicit, while the other uh, P.O. box, um, that I went to, they said, look, unless they come with a warrant, they're not getting diddly, you know. And so they have to, you know, either produce a warrant or, you know, this this post office will not cooperate with them. And I know that they're they're truthful with me because I've known them 20 years. Wow. You know, because I told them, I flat out told them what was going on. Um, and they said, well, you know, we're doing it by the book here, so don't worry about it.
0: Well, exactly, if I may ask, because I know, I mean, I just know based on the flow of mail that I received that they mess with the mail, but exactly oh, yes. what do they do? Do they just take the mail, or?
4: Well, when, uh, <laughs> um, this goes back into my story a bit, but uh, NSA was messing with me basically to try to find a reason to fire me, because I knew some things they didn't like, and I so know. um You know, I knew they were trying to trump up charges against me, and so I started sending out FOIA requests, Freedom of Information Act requests, and they went to the um, post office in the town where I live in Columbia, and my FOIA requests would not get answered. Now, it seems like they never made it or the answers never got here, you know. Um, And we had, uh, I think it was the same... It was the same month that I went to the inspector general to ask him to investigate something. No, it was within a a month um, that they had sent a burglar into our home and took all of our extra keys to the house, the cars, and the mailbox. And then at that point, then the mail started getting here late because my husband said, I used to get this bill two weeks before it was due. Now I'm lucky to get it a day before it's due. And we noticed that a lot of our mail was coming already opened. You know, yep. and late mm-hmm. or things just never arrived that that we expected.
1: Right. So we know right. they were
4: messing with it. In fact I actually caught neighbors with keys to our box taking mail out or even putting it back in. Ooh. So
0: they got the neighbors involved too. Yes, they did. Um oh, boy. Wow, this thing really goes deep. You know, I always felt that they were messing, tinkering with the mail. Uh, but now, yeah, thank you for confirming that for me. Yeah.
1: Oh, absolutely. See, they mess with
0: me on so many other different levels that sometimes it's hard to keep up, you know. but uh, Well, true.
4: And, and you ask yourself, would they really do this? Would my mail people actually give them my mail? Yes. Yeah. And sometimes uh, when you try to buy things to protect yourself, they sabotage those things if they're mechanical at all or technical at all. Right. Mm -hmm. No, I believe that. Yeah.
0: Well, for some reason, I don't know why, um, but if I order something and it's supposed to be, like, delivered directly to my door, Mm -hmm. for for whatever reason, it seems like they've quarantined this whole area where I'm at. And, you know, the delivery people don't come to the door. They just leave it at the office. So I have to go to the office to pick it up.
4: Oh, interesting. Because I've gotten things that were rewrapped, the very obviously rewrapped from them, from however they were sent out. Right, right. I remember one
0: time, uh, you know, I ordered something, and I mean, I was sitting right here near the door. I mean, I don't know what it is, but they somehow FedEx has really been manipulated because. You know, they'll put a note on the door saying, We arrived and no one was there. And um And you were right there. And I was sitting right there.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Just a cause and, the
4: trouble. Just a kind of trouble.
0: Yeah, and I called FedEx, and I mean, I was sitting right there. I said, What's going on here? And the guy said, Oh, I was there like about 20 minutes ago, and no one was there.
1: This
4: so, is making it Yeah, and you said, Yeah, I was there because you broke the doorbell or knocked on the door. <laughs> and I knocked on the door, and I'm like, No, you
0: didn't knock on the door. There's no way you knocked on the door. I'm
2: right here. Right. So, let me make a
3: suggestion. Let me make a suggestion to anyone who's trying to have anything. I don't have anything tip to me anymore at all. But the things that I do participate with, like I participate with FedEx,
1: you have to
3: get online and learn how to call the uh, the CEOs of these companies. I know how to reach all the CEOs, and I call them. And then I get the proper response. You really have to talk to CEO. That's a good tip. Like I have spoken with the CEO of uh, FedEx a number of times. And they may not talk with you. They may not be willing to help, but they get somebody from their office to take care of it. And I have found that that's the best way to do anything is to talk to the CEOs. They don't want these things happening to their companies. And so those people you need to talk to, yeah. the local supervisors, local are part of the program. I mean, really, they're absolutely part of the program.
1: Yeah. So if you need
3: help, go to the CEOs. That would be my suggestion. Okay,
4: good. That's that's a great suggestion because if I were a CEO, I would say I don't want somebody corrupting my business.
3: Right, exactly. Yeah, there are several uh, sites that carry the names and emails of CEOs. Okay. And um, one is uh, CEO email. And the other one, I don't remember, but just go in and put in 411. That's the first three numbers, I know there's something that goes behind that. But there are a number of ways to get CEO's email. And I don't mean to be derogatory, but the local yokel earning a salary every day that they don't think is good enough for them, they could care less about it. They are easily, they're easily recruited into the program of the people that do the stalking. I wish all of you would read my Chapter 6 in my book that's coming out, and the name of it is The Recruits, and it describes the kind of people that they're able to recruit. So I don't fool with them. I go right to the top.
0: I go right to the top. Well, are you saying then that not even the CEO could be corrupted in terms of being recruited? Whatever, yeah. not even <laughs> <who>? <laughs> We're go to the CEO because you're saying go to the CEO <laughs>
3: of course. I'm saying the CEOs are in a position that what can be offered the little petty mess that's offered by the uh, the perpetrators, they're not interested in that these people are making multi-million dollars right. they're not struggling to survive and so they just don't want their business, uh, you know, decimated. Right. So go to CEOs for everything. I don't deal with the little people.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: I think
4: that's great advice. You know, you make I trouble for them because big. these
3: people will take 100
4: extra dollars to defer to your your package or, right. you know,
3: bust it up or right. something
4: like that. And the CEOs need to know that they're making extra money sabotaging their business.
3: Mm-hmm. That's basically what I write to them. I tell them that so and so who is employed by your company mm-hmm. is also employed by government people. I don't say you can say agents, but they're because all of these people, it all starts for us with government. It and does in my case I simply I blew the whistle on a very, very powerful police chief who was a pedophile. And it's gone all the way up to the top as to the kind of people. I had a, my daughter had a, I've got to get the right spelling of his name. My daughter had an FBI who come on her job and scare her to death. He was doing taxes. She was doing taxes to make ends meet. She's an attorney, but she cannot get anything going. And uh, he came on her job and accused her of um, giving out a false tax return. Uh, and fortunately, she had she kept all, she's a lawyer, she had kept all the paperwork. That she well, used what's the
4: FBI doing looking at that? It should be IRS.
3: You're damn right. Excuse my language. And I can, I'm sorry, but I am very, I am really, I am past. Did you think about that? I am past angry. Oh, yeah. I am beyond <laughs> angry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I am beyond angry. They destroyed me financially, completely oh. financially, yeah. and now yeah. they're working on my children, and I am beyond angry.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: and I will well, not die or do anything, and I know only God controls that, but I, God is on my side.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: I don't miss a day at Mass. I don't miss telling the priest every city I live in what's being done to me. Yeah. And my book, I can't wait to get it out. They have made it very difficult. They have made it very difficult for me right now. All I'm waiting on are some donations right. to help me print a good book.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But
3: I will slowly, you know, take care of it myself. If I could do it all at once, I would. But Listen, I, you, I why will... don't you
4: shoot me, shoot me an email and tell me what the book, uh, the title is and when it
3: comes out. What the, who am I speaking with? This is Karen Stewart. Okay, I'm seeing your name among the targets, but uh, I will be happy to send you an email. But I will get my book out, and I intend to, I'm not leaving a stone unturned. I wrote another book, but I had a lot to lose then. I was still on the city council. I was still the mayor pro tem. Hmm. I had a four-bedroom house on the golf course. And I was not going to allow myself to sue, sued, so I wrote my book describing everything that was going on. Except I used pseudonyms. I used yes. pseudonyms to protect myself. As yes. I tell people now, guess what? I am judgment proof. They can't. If they suit me now, they can't get anything. And I am not leaving a stone unturned, every lawyer, every judge, every uh, death clerk, I am naming them all.
1: Good. And I am,
3: like I said, I will tell them they have left me uh, judgment proof. As you can tell, I am angry beyond words. So oh much, And I've been in this program for 14 years.
4: Wow. Oh, my gosh.
3: And, and anybody <laughs> that I can put their name in my book, their name is going in my book.
1: I hear that. Every
3: place that we've managed to live had either desk clerk or concierge. Well, they were able to use them to the max. I cannot wait to put their names out there. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I cannot wait. Yep. 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 Yeah. I am
3: very. You yeah. I apologize. I'm still a. I know it doesn't help any. I am a devout Catholic. I don't miss a mass. I was brought up in the Catholic Church, and mm-hmm. so I know that I'm falling short of the way of God, because I'm angry, and don't have even a half of an ounce of forgiveness. And if that makes me a bad person, I know I won't see the kingdom of heaven if I continue to feel the way I feel. But it is what it is, and I'm not able to do anything about it. I guess I could pray, too, but I haven't. And believe it or not, as angry as I am, I meditate every day. And that's something else I will tell the people who are being targeted. You can find tremendous uh, comfort and relief in meditation. And I use a tape. Well, that's because someone gave it to me, but thank God. I use a tape on YouTube, and it's called, the, t- the uh, title is Oh God Beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it's the most beautiful thing you have ever heard in your life. And it does help you to meditate because you do have to have, if you're as angry as I am, you have to have some relief, or hell, you'll die anyway. I do meditate every day.
1: Mm -hmm. And
3: I do ask God every day to forgive me for my anger because I know that will not take me into the kingdom of Mm heaven. But it hasn't happened yet. Forgiveness is just not there yet. I've been so hurt, and I think I probably would have survived had they not tried to try very hard to destroy my two children. They do yeah. not deserve what's being done to them.
1: Yeah.
3: I mean, I was, I'm a single mother who educated two children, sent them through law school. Two wonderful children that never got involved in the drugs or any of that and, I mean, they are struggling to make a living. Yes, I am so angry. I don't know
1: what to do. <laughs> yeah.
4: No, well, I'm I'm with you on, on that because uh, that's one of my faults is that I have uh, inherited a tendency for really good anger from one side of my family, but, I mean, I, I face the same thing, too. I, I say, God, you know, I have a hard time forgiving people who do things on purpose. Now, I will bend over backwards if you do something bad to me by accident i will bend over backwards to forgive you because i know it was an accident oh, yeah. but if you do it on purpose yeah. i have a really yeah. hard time with that you know and um mm-hmm. i have Especially let me tell you i've been so mad at destroy. all i mean yeah. they,
0: these people are so hell-bent on destruction you know
4: yes uh um, right to destroy, to destroy. I mean, I have said this before. I said it is almost like you were you wake up in a science fiction movie where half the population is predators and half mm-hmm. is prey.
3: Right. You are so right. Honest to God, you're so right. Well, you, know, you are so right. I don't know how in this country we came
1: to this. Well, I I, I would
4: venture to say that once you start taking God out of everything, then there is no um, common morality, and people have gotten to the point of thinking, hey, if there's no God, then I'm just going to get everything I can in this life, and if I have to step on your face to get your share of it, too, I'm going to, and and all the better for me, you know?
3: I agree. That's exactly right. That's yeah, because exactly it's like, hooray,
4: right. I'm a super hooray, I'm a super predator. I got more than you. Right. Yeah. And
3: that's
1: how that's I feel exactly. like they're
4: doing to me.
0: I feel like they're yeah. like, hooray, I'm a super predator. I'm better than you. I'm over yeah. you. I'm going to kick you in the face and ha, 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 I'm getting paid for it.
1: Yeah. You know? Well, I mean,
4: have you guys uh, listened to us or starting to uncover the fact that they're Basically, I mean, what it looks like is that they put us on some kind of watch list, pretend like we're a threat, right. and then they secretly take away all of our rights so that the police right. are told you're not supposed to help them because they're non-people, you know. Right. And then they take out insurance policies, trust funds, and buy properties in our name so that when they do kill us, then they collect big money.
3: I, I mean, remember hearing something that surprised me. Yeah, yeah that's on
4: top of the people that they put chips in and um, get paid to report back, you know, what does this chip do and do this to her and see what she does and then hit her with this and see what she does. I mean, that's the end game that, you know, you they get paid for whatever it is they happen to be doing to you, whether it's directed energy weapons or, or chip damage or V2K or whatever it is. So they get money for that, for the study, uh-huh. which is no study yes, at they all. Do. Um, yes, and then they when do. they kill you, then they get money. But when you get I'm maxed sure out, do. I've been told, you know, you get maxed out. Let's say, let's say the maximum allowed is for ten people to take out thirteen policies on you. Once that happens, mm-hmm. and you're maxed out in worth to them, then they don't have a reason to keep you alive.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah, absolutely,
3: right.
4: You're absolutely wow. right. Because past that point, you you don't bring them a dime.
3: Right.
0: Oh boy. I'm wondering if I'm at that stage with them <laughs> because they're really, I mean, they're doing everything. Um, yeah. Well, I, I'm so totally deep in debt. I don't even know what I'm going to do. They've pretty much so cut off my resources in terms of working. I don't know what to do. I really don't.
1: Yeah. I'm sorry, what was that?
3: They read from a script, and uh, I can tell they're reading from a script, the same old, same old. Mm
1: -hmm.
3: Before they can answer a simple question, just one simple question, think about it, they have to know my name. Mm -hmm. Before they can answer a simple question like, what does part C, what do you deduct from my check for part C? Do you realize they have to know my name before they answer that question?
1: We're and talking about
0: I'm sorry, I missed part of that.
3: I was just saying, um, it's so widespread mm-hmm. that my Social Security check is short, has been short for the last four or five years.
1: Ooh.
3: And when I call and ask a very generic question they have to know my name before they can answer a generic question. But I get their names. They're all in the book, too. Right. There are people who are going to lose their job over this.
1: Mm-hmm. There, there
3: really are because it's an embarrassment to them.
1: Mm-hmm. Really,
3: it's an embarrassment. I am a writer. I taught writing, and I know how to write. And that's the one thing I'm going to do. Use
0: that skill that's that God That's the one thing I'm you. going to
3: do.
4: Mm-hmm. Beg your so I tell you. I said, use you know, the skill if, that uh, God gave you. Yes, that's, and that's one of the best things that we can do is wait. God bless our writers, you know, who yes. can, who can yes. uh, get this information in a logical way to people and have them go, oh, that makes sense. Now I understand what people are talking about.
3: Yeah. 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 But I tell you what, sense. if
4: I if I got Trump's ear, I would say, you know what, President? Not only build that wall, but turn the wall all along Mexico into a huge prison because we don't have enough prisons to take all of these people and put them away. Mm. We need a brand new prison that spans the entire length of Mexico
1: along That's our true. border.
4: Expand that wall into a prison and put them there forever.
3: Yeah. The only problem with... You know, if they really wanted to get everybody, put everybody in prison who's committed a crime, we wouldn't have any. We wouldn't have any legislators to help us. <laughs> Over half of them would be in that prison. I mean, really. All right. Well, yes, we're, we're ruled by crooks. For sure, we're, <laughs> we're ruled, ruled by crooks, and it's getting worse every day. It is. Mm-hmm. It's getting worse every day. Well, I tell
4: people, look, you know, whether you like or hate Trump, he's different. He's not part of the Republicans. He's not part of the Democrats. He's different. If we pray change into his administration, it will come. You know, so I have great confidence in that. I mean, look at how he won from out of the blue. I have to think that God said, nope, I'm putting this person in for a reason. But I do think we have to cover him in prayer daily and i try to cover him his family his staff twice a day morning and night and i say if there's anyone in his staff that is going to sabotage him or give him advice that is against god's will then get rid of that person you know give them a better job uh make them get fired uh just just get them out i mean there is a and i forget where it is but it, there is a a prayer i think is in psalms where it talks about praying for the leadership and saying, you know, if you can't change their hearts and, and, you know, basically then take them out of that position, get new leaders, you know. Well, so that's I'm, what I'm, almost,
3: I'm almost ashamed to admit at this point that I was a an early, early, early Trump supporter. I wrote, I guess I was one of millions, I wrote a million times offering to organize black communities for Trump. I would not
4: even That's amazing. think about
3: supporting. I wouldn't think about supporting at this point.
1: I just well, didn't.
4: let's let's see what happens because God has to be at work and we have to trust that he's going to get him on track. Now, he probably has hit some of the worst... Sabotage and uh, obstructionism and um, criticism and slander than any president in the entire history of the United States has ever faced. And we knew that Satan would come against him. So we have to keep praying that God puts him back on track. You know, because well, I, I, of- I have a feeling that the, the longer he's there, the better things will get. But if we don't pray for him, he may get thrown out. He may get assassinated. He may get, um, I don't know, impeached on absolutely bogus charges as far as what I can tell, you know. Wow. So, our, you know, we need to support him and say, God, change him to do your will, not God, support what, he, what Trump does. God, make hey, Trump do your will. Let me
2: interject that if you think Trump is that, you don't want to know Pence's background. Pence is a documented Satanist. He's already oh, he needs to
4: be removed.
2: He needs already be removed, created some of his satanic requirements by killing off innocent people in Indiana where he was at. I have that in um, I have that in one of the reports I wrote, one of the treason reports I wrote. So mm. if you think Trump is bad, let them assassinate because that's actually the goal. Is to assassinate Trump and put tents there because this is what this demon spirit wants is total you know rulership.
3: That's what I'm afraid of too. That's exactly yeah. That's what they that's plan to do.
2: Yeah, yeah. So we definitely you know, I will keep him in prayer with respect to having him have a listening ear. I also believe Trump is Trump, but he's not in there in the bed with the uh, with the Democrats, Republicans, and this and that. And um, that's kind of what we need. I don't need nobody in bed with that. You know, Obama true. was in bed with them. I could we couldn't get nothing done. That's why we're still could out here.
3: Less. Obama did well, nothing for, us. Care less for Obama. didn't for nothing. He did done. nothing for humanity. For the time tar- he got Gaddafi killed. Okay? okay, he did nothing for the TI
2: program. He did nothing to end eugenics. And they have an agenda for him anyway. So him and his, you know, his family, they're gonna feel it because I won't be one you could, nose, you could turn your nose. you could turn your nose from this program, but honey, at some point in time, it will
3: come back to you. Well, the thing that bothered me the most, the most, was the, I was completely through with him when I found out about the scandal going on in the Veterans Administration, how these people were waiting 30 days and all that kind of foolish, and there's not a single military person in my family. But we have an all-volunteer army. That means they go over there and put their lives on the line to protect us, and they can't come back here and get treated dec- decently. Some of the wives of these men are on food stamps. That's a damn disgrace. Like I said, I'm angry. <laughs> but I can yeah, say, my disgrace. God, is
1: for and babies.
3: I would have been embarrassed if I had gone out front like I wanted to with Trump. He was my early, early choice.
1: Right. And now I'm, a,
3: di- and I, I, I'm disappointed.
1: Hmm.
3: Well, okay. you know,
4: let's pray him back on track. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because he is getting well, distracted like nobody else. I mean, you know, like well, nobody's existence. We need to pray him back on track and pray that God works through him, you know. You know, let's, let let us let's pray to God less of Trump, more of God. I mean, isn't that what a Christian is? That's what we struggle to suppress our you know, uh, the, the us that is full of sin and like more of God through us. So let's pray the same for Trump. And if anybody in his family, you know, let's say Jared Kushner or his daughter, if they're a problem, then tell God to move them out. You know, it doesn't matter. Get surround him with godly people doing his, with God's will. And I don't care who it is. If it's his son-in-law and he's, uh you know uh, basically a, a road jam to God's will, get him out
1: mm-hmm.
4: move him out you know so let's well, let's throw our prayers into this man becoming what God wants him to be in answer to our prayers
1: mm-hmm. Thank God he was able
3: never to do that. he was ne- he was certainly never the right-wing idiot that he's, he's acting like now. He really wasn't. In all of his other life, he was not a right-wing idiot. He was well, not. Well, you know, so he know, probably has come happened. in.
4: Yeah, he's probably come in and he's trying to balance getting the help that he needs to get things done. And um, they're, they're basically taking him off track. So that's why I say we have to pray to protection and wisdom and that God, God makes his will known to Trump and has Trump say, you know what? I'd rather please God than man. Right. You know, because there's just the situation in Washington is so very corrupt. And what we're looking at is new, new world order people. Okay. Whether it's Democrat or Republican, there's a lot of them serving the new world order to our detriment.
1: Yeah. Right. So we need exactly. a nationalist
4: in there who promotes other nationalists into positions of power so that they can look out for us and not subjugate us to the New World Order which is satanic.
3: Yeah. It right. is. It is. That concerns me tremendously. That concerns well, there's no me doubt. tremendously.
4: Yeah, there's no doubt these people will take over the minute the rapture occurs what we want is to pray that this is pushed back and they're impotent until God says my church is ready I'm taking them
1: right.
4: because his church is not ready I mean I have seen several pastors talking about the fact that they expected the rapture to be probably around 2013 from everything going on now we know That Jesus said that only the Father knows the day and the hour. So I'm not saying they necessarily were right, but there has been some word, people claiming that Jesus came to them or that they got word from God saying, essentially, I'm pushing back the rapture because my church isn't ready. My Christians are too lukewarm. Almost none of them will I take. Hmm. So this is a grace period. And I think we're going to see things that have never happened in history before. I think we, we are going to see pouring out. Well, this is true. I think we also, though, we're seeing evil like we've never seen before, except for you know, that we know in world war, too. Yes,
1: but we're never. going to
4: see, I think we're going to see God pour out his spirit before. Yeah, he's
0: going to have to, because this is just yeah. ridiculous. I mean, you, I, I'm seeing people who are openly talking about cannibalism. Oh, I mean, really? I mean, well, people are talking about cannibalism. You know I'm that? like, what? Um, what?
4: ISIS practices that. Did you know that? ISIS? Did you say? Yes, the you know the, yeah, the terrorists in yeah. the Middle East. Yeah, they practice it.
0: Well, they have this woman here. I think her name is something Abramovich or whatever, and mm. she's connected with people in high positions of power many times entertainment and stuff like that. And what she's doing is, like, she's holding exhibits of, you know, where these high-profile people attend, and they have, like, a person shaped in the form of a cake.
4: Oh, I saw pictures and, like that. Oh, Yeah. Awful. I'm like, and What's I, I, Yeah, and I've heard about the child sacrifice and cannibalism, too, of some of these so-called leaders, and it's it's horrific. It's horrific.
0: I'm like, what in the world is going on where people are just openly talking about this? I think, and I don't even really follow it, but I just happen to see, I think somehow Katy Perry has a new video Mm. where
1: she's talking
0: about it and joking about it in a new video. I'm like, where have we gone? I mean, this is just, it's its wickedness beyond anything that can even be described.
1: That you can imagine. Imagined. That's
0: a perfect description. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Yes. I don't, You're right. You
0: know, people are openly talking about pedophile, pedophilia, you know, people talking about, you know, maybe we should make it an
3: alternative lifestyle. Really?
4: No. Are you yeah, kidding? I know. That's-
1: well, Attacking
3: pedophiles—it's have... what made me poor. So they have more, mm-hmm. as I often say, they—and it's sad—they have more money and more power than God on this earth. They well, I do really, God, God, I, I won't go in my but... life. Yeah. Well,
1: I, I, I know, saw
3: I,
4: something I, on. I saw something on Facebook advertising. Um, I guess the the Masons, you know, Masonic um, mm-hmm, order, mm-hmm. they were saying, come join us. And it's like a very rare open opportunity for almost anybody. Come join us. Well, what they're doing right. is they're, they're getting the little foot soldiers, you know, because they're advertising saying, do you want success, guaranteed success? You know, basically we were a group to we'll mm-hmm. make sure that you succeed in life. Just come join us. And like I said, they wouldn't open it up to anyone unless they were getting all the little foot soldiers you know right. that do the that's, that's what they're doing that's true mm-hmm. well even
0: when but you look at true. grade school i think you know i'm sure if not all of you some of you have heard of this after school satan
1: oh geez. no, no.
0: there's a, there's a program now uh you know these people they've basically what they're doing they're infiltrating the school system if you go online look at after look look up after school satan
1: Oh, it's basically
0: wow. a new program. You know, they're oh, basically oh, like oh, you we've oh, oh. said they're trying to take God out of everything. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to introduce, you know, kind of like new age concepts and everything else. Mm-hmm. I mean, just the whole uh if you really see what's going on, just uh people are just rolling Satan off of their lips like it's not even a big deal anymore. I think you know you had the rock, the um the actor, performer, the rock. Yeah. Uh, yeah he he they showed him in a commercial and just out of nowhere, it didn't even kinda of coincide with the script, he goes, Hail Satan.
1: He oh, did God.
0: Yeah. And I'm like well. it's it's like a joke. Like, he laughs about it and laughs it off. I'm like, wow. I mean, and it's just interesting because even in the nine years, I remember when I realized that I was a target back in, I would say, the fall of 2008, coming up to now 2017. I mean, even in that time period, I've seen how so many things have changed, you know, it yeah. I, I I can't even it, it boggles my mind. I'm like, where has this nation gone? I mean, it's just like everything is so off the wheels. It's beyond explanation. You know, it's like yeah. Satan. Satan is like out in the open. He's come from the yeah. shadows. That's
1: mm-hmm. true. And it's it, it's it,
0: every you know the 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 uh, the covering has been taken off. And it's now becoming more and more okay. And it just disturbs me because it just really makes me think and wonder, oh my gosh, where are we going to even be six months from now with all of this nonsense that is going on?
3: You know? Well, this sounds corny. This sounds corny. The only thing, and it's hard to get to the kingdom with as much anger as I have, but I think, we have decided, and we should decide, to just live every day as decent and as clean as possible, and we don't have to worry about when the end times come. Yeah, we really that's don't. That's
0: not corny. That's that. <laughs> that's not corny at all. That's you're right. You're spot on. You know,
3: I wouldn't hurt anybody. I wouldn't betray. There's so many things that I wouldn't even think of doing to my brothers, as they say. Mm-hmm. And I'm not not—I'm not even worried about when the end times come, as corny as that sounds.
1: Mm-hmm. I know how
3: I have lived my life. I know how I have always lived my life.
0: And I would just, just say,
1: pr-
0: yeah, I would just pray for you to lose whatever that hatred, and I'm not saying that it's not even warranted based on, all the things that we're I know going I am filled yeah filled with hatred right now yes yeah yes. I just pray for that because you know you can't take that in with you to the kingdom of heaven
3: I know right. honey I know yeah
0: yeah I know
4: I don't know I'm working on it <laughs> yeah she's I not say that very yeah. very difficult time forgiving these people and uh you know uh Tips, I guess, as far as like uh, psychologically approaching that. I had a woman tell me that she had a very hateful, abusive father. And she said that at a certain point, I guess the Lord told her that's not your father. And she said, well, what do you mean that's not my father? And he said, no, that's what is possessing him. So what you need to do is pray for him to be freed from it so that you can love the person who is your father.
3: You know what? That is really a good point. These people are so evil, they are possessed.
1: Mm -hmm. The people who target
3: us are so evil, they Mm -hmm. really are possessed. And from time to time, I remind myself that there's no way that they're going to make it into the kingdom. Mm -hmm. People who do what they're doing, there's no way they're going to make it there, honestly.
1: No. Even though God is
3: supposed to be an all-forgiving, but those people will not make it
1: heaven yeah. no well, no they're
3: more than likely they're beyond the pale what i try
0: to think about though you know you look at someone like a in the new testament uh saul who became paul he persecuted christians you know he was out there he persecuted he you know he was involved in evil wicked demonic activity against professing christians and somehow on that damascus road he was touched by jesus and he changed. You know, but right. and that's having true. knowing that though I know stories like that are few and far between but yeah. it does show that with God truly all things are possible. Um
3: that, that's that, true.
0: That keeps me from hating, but I understand because what they've done, I mean, for me Really, I don't even really know how I'm going to make it tomorrow, you know, because I'm so deep in debt, which, quite frankly, is sin. Um, You know, I don't know what to do. So I ask you guys even just to pray for me because, you know, I don't want to end up being out there on the street. Um, Having said that, though, um, I trust and I hold on to God. That somehow there's got to be an answer. You know, I I always felt right. like where there's right. a question in the universe, there's got to be a corresponding answer, and God is more than able. So I just don't know what that answer is yet.
3: Yeah.
4: Mhm. Yep. Well, that's true. I mean, you know, my my husband talks about finances, and he says, "Well, what is this? What did you buy?" And and it's and it's stupid things, but it's shielding. Mhm. You know, why did you need, you know, 20 mirrors and grill paint? Because I'm painting grill paint on the back of mirrors so that they reflect or absorb the directed energy weapons aimed at us. And he doesn't understand that, you know. But I said, I don't want to spend money on this. This is stupid. Yes, it's stupid. But I want to wake up in the morning. Right.
0: Right.
3: Yep. Yep. Well,
0: God bless that you can even buy those things. I mean, I'm at the point now where... I can't really do much of anything. they basically
3: stopped my income, so... Oh,
1: well, uh, I can't either. Yeah. I can't either. They won't
3: give me what I'm entitled to, That I've worked over 60 years for, I can't get.
1: Right. Oh, my gosh. And my four
3: children are so... It just kills me. I, I was supposed to make an appointment to see my priest this week. I have this beautiful daughter who has really truly has turned down at least three or four outstanding proposals for marriage. She regrets that now. But my God, she's having the most awful time keeping her job. She's a legal research analyst, and she takes jobs wherever they are, and they are yanking her around. She is so bitter, and I know it's probably coming from me, but she is so bitter, it is frightening. But mm-hmm. the girl has a B.A., an M.B.A., and a law degree. Wow. And she's struggling like And brilliant. She's struggling like hell.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Like yeah. hell. And she is exceedingly bitter. And it scares the hell out of me.
1: Yeah. Welcome.
3: Please enter the call ID. But I guess she's manifesting some of my bitterness. You are
1: now joining the call. Well,
4: I mean, I would say that right now I have much more problem with unforgiveness than actual active hate. I don't actively hate them. I just don't. I can't right now forgive them. So I have to pray, um, basically, either change their hearts or send them to judgment. That's right now is all I can pray. 'Cause I'm well, saying all I, well, say I have I have given out information, I've passed out flyers, I've done things that should alert them to the fact that
1: mm-hmm. if they think they're
4: being patriotic, they're not, they're being murderous and criminal, and I've seen no change. So I say, you know, God no basically showing me no mercy whatsoever. I am being merciful in that I am trying to educate them. But they are oh, have absolutely ignoring point you know, what I'm telling they, them.
3: They have the ability to go behind you and undermine everything. I have brochures. Because I was in politics, I can, I'm can, able to print brochures that addresses that, addresses my education, all of the awards that I have won, and it does no good. I give them wherever I go to new people. They have the ability to undermine everything bit of that and that's not as we call them perks that's government agents that have that ability that is government that's people that we pay with our tax dollars that have the ability to do that those people yeah. on the street that they pick up to go and follow you and all that kind of mess they don't have any damn sense those are well, government yeah, some agents. of them are,
4: are criminals and some of them are drug addicts and other things like that. There's a there's an array of people. It goes from InfraGard, which could be your next-door neighbor who's a an accountant, right. very well-educated, or right. a professor at the university, down to um, a drug addict.
3: You're right, and I have one right now. They follow wherever I go. They manage to get them apartments. I mean... Government payroll is paying for this stuff. I have one living over my head right now, and we've been here almost a year, that I have not seen and I cannot identify by name. And when I ask the guy who's supposed to be our uh, concierge at the desk, he doesn't know anything or anybody. Don't you know that he knows who's over my head? But I do tell my children, if anything in the world happens to me, because I understand they can give heart attacks and everything else now with the kind of weapons that are out there. I said, don't dare let it go until you, and the police aren't going to do anything, but they shouldn't be allowed to get away with it. I said, don't do anything until you address 906. I'm on the eighth floor, they're on the ninth floor. And I tell them, whatever you do, you cause an investigation of the folks in 906. Because I know that they're here. They make noise. They do a whole lot of things. I mean, all sorts of sick things. And I guess that's, yeah. the, that's probably the thing that keeps, gives me the most comfort. Even though my anger <clears throat> is not normal. But the people who do the things that they do to us, those people are sick. They are sick.
4: Oh yeah, no doubt. And, and I've I, said multiple yeah. times, I said there's a, there's an evil that is human and then once you get past that it's gotta be demonic.
3: You're right. You're absolutely right. And that's growing. That is really, really growing. Yeah. Well I'm yeah, going to is. who's still who's still left with me? <laughs> I'm
2: still
4: on the phone. Oh, it might okay.
3: be just
2: you, and me. It might be just I you said, and who, me. I said who who is who are you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry guys. I had a I I have a senior, and we had an accident, so I had, I was doing some serious cleaning but I thank God
3: for all of you guys that were able to keep going. Um and I'm willing um, to get I'm going to get off now. I've had okay. a wonderful conversation. I don't know who I was speaking with, but we're all in the same boat. That's Karen Stewart. Before you go, I want Karen to just tell the listening audience
2: a little bit about that um, that show they were talking about you do, and even Catherine, so you can know.
4: What exactly was um, Camille talking about? She said she saw okay you. Okay. Uh, Ramola D., who is whose site is everydayconcern.net, and she's done an absolutely fabulous job of writing articles all about this phenomenon. Uh, She and Catherine Horton, Dr. Catherine Horton, who is a physicist in Switzerland, and Millicent Black, who is a doctor of theology in Tennessee, and I basically have um, formed uh techno crime fighters you know i mean i didn't name it but they decided on that name because we get on this program on youtube that is hosted by dr paul marco who has his own youtube called world beyond belief and this is a sub segment of that because he does other shows where we're not in the least involved but he has given us time on his youtube channel 11 o'clock every thursday morning and it probably goes 11 to 1 where we talk about different aspects of the targeting to include certain people's stories, or the um, uh, criminology and corruption in the court system, and other other types of things, oh, or new God. discoveries that we've made. So we try to do that between 11 and 1 o'clock every Thursday on YouTube, and that's when it's live. But you can catch it later after it's recorded and, and released. Well, okay,
2: okay. That sounds
3: very interesting.
2: Yes, could you send us flyers and I'll send it to all my people. Send me an invite
4: and I'll send it to all my people. Okay, I'll see what I can send you as far as, like, how to locate it.
3: Right, beforehand
4: particularly.
1: Yes,
3: yes. And I will be in touch with you, Mary, or whoever, and find Mm -hmm. out, you know, when I can... You know, pay attention
2: to it. Okay. okay, I'll send you the um the invite. Karen, could you All close right. this
4: out in prayer? Could I close this out?
3: <laughs> All yes.
1: right, yes, a scripture
4: or, or a prayer, whatever. All right, um, let me find the verse that I had found. It's one of those that I keep on hand, and um, dear Lord, we come to you. Uh, we come to into your presence. And the first thing I would like to do is remind people who have been struggling with demonic harassment that in jeremiah twenty nine eleven you do say, "For I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not harm you, plans to give you hope and a future in Jesus Christ's name. we claim this verse: we know that no Word of yours goes out unheeded by angels and the universe because your word can speak, it basically spoke the universe into existence. So, we claim this speaking of your word. We claim the prosperity and the um, protection from harm, and we claim the hope and the future for all of us our family, our parents, our children. Anybody, everybody that we love, we claim protection and future prosperity, and we claim justice for ourselves on the earth as well as after. And we claim your protection, and we also ask you for the wisdom and for the Holy Spirit to indwell us to the point that we know that He's there and that we know He's carrying us when we physically and humanly can't go on. We ask that you prepare us, prepare our hearts. Uh, Make them more like what you want them to be so that we can forgive these people, so that we can get over those very human emotions of resentment uh, for being so very blatantly abused. Help us see it from your perspective. Help us not lose ourselves into the resentment and the unforgiveness. Please do not let us get lost because that is the worst harm they can actually do to us. So we pray that you help us over those hurdles and any other hurdle that people listening have in this respect. We ask you also, um, I tend to pray like Psalm 91 and 94, which 91 is protection and 94 is God's vengeance. And in those verses, the um, basically it's asked, oh Lord, how long will you let this evil you know, persist? And part of that, verse talks about boomeranging the evil back onto the people doing it to us so we plead with you we know your timing is perfect but please as soon as possible please deliver us and please boomerang this back onto the people um, that you have dug the pit for and you know that this is just beyond evil this is just intolerable and i know that you are gathering forces in heaven to do something about it so help us sustain our faith and hope till the timing is perfect. And we thank you, dear Lord, for these wonderful friends in Christ with whom we can pray and encourage each other. Thank you for that most especially. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Amen.
2: Okay, guys, thank you. Hopefully in the future, if you can make a sacrificial uh, offering of not eating, Uh, from 6 a.m. to 6 PM to put some teeth into uh, seeing, you know, results with the uh, dismantling of this program. I don't know about you guys, but I know in due time this program is coming down.
3: Well, we all pray that you're right, Mary. You don't
2: think so, Catherine?
3: Uh, Yeah, I will be talking to all of you later on in God's day.
2: Okay, please keep right. this
3: safe, Catherine,
2: keep this safe,
3: okay? And give
2: so Lily, sorry. tell Lily my mother sends her a kiss. I will. Because I know she. this is very difficult to deal with and, and you know, you oh, done everything.
3: You know. I just want to cry. She says all the time, I did everything I was supposed to do.
1: Yeah, uh,
2: she did everything that she was supposed to do, but, she, you know, it's time to do it with God now. When she does start doing some work in the kingdom of God, things will turn around because that's what this was about for me, too. It let me know. It wasn't about, you know, I thought I was going to be, you know, teaching, teaching. I had to just humble myself. Lord, wherever you lead me, I'll follow. You want me to go to Bible study, ministry, you know, he needs more people in the kingdom of God, and that may be Lily's call. I mean, you see your son,
3: your son, look where he's at. He's following God to a T, am I correct? Yeah, yeah, he's doing well, and he said she'll always have a job with him, but so I guess some of it's her fault. She's never wanted to live in the, in that small town. She could have been on her feet by now, so. I, I do remind me that some of it's her fault. She just wants to do what she wants to do. She doesn't want to work no. with him? No. No, he lives in Louisburg, and that doesn't offer enough excitement for her.
2: On the pillow there. What, what? I thought he was in North Carolina.
3: He is. That's Louisburg, North Carolina. It's, it's a suburb of Raleigh.
2: Oh, oh, and she doesn't think it's exciting enough.
3: No, that's not exciting enough.
2: I mean, she's getting old now. I'm telling... How old is Lily?
3: So, I'm not telling. Okay. <laughs> she would be serious if I told her. But okay. to the same, she's not in a career position. She's always saying, and some of it's her fault, but she's always saying that when people ask her, what is she doing? She's ashamed to tell them because she's at the lower end of... Um, you know, the legal profession doing I mean, you have to be an attorney to do it, but it's sort of like, um, what am I talking? Well, it's you. you work with a bunch of other attorneys reading other people's documents and things like that. Oh, and
2: so she is, she, what's she doing, the document preparation? The document review it's
3: called, yes, uh-huh. So.
2: particularly
3: yeah. particular, the Spanish ones, and she speaks Spanish for me, so she... It pays particularly well, but now, you know, the jobs come and go. If there's mm. not a project, that's, that's the term they use. If there's not a project, then you don't have anything to do.
2: Mm. So she can, but she can't practice law. She can only work for these people when they say no.
3: If she would take the time to take the bar, she could practice. And that's what her brother wanted her to do. He said, Lee, if you come work with me, you can take the bar and then actually told her that she could take the business. I guess when I sit and think myself of what she passed up, I shouldn't feel so guilty. He said, Come here and work with me, take the bar and the business is yours. But that's not doesn't that move fast enough for her.
2: That's not she she's not trying to work under somebody else's, you know.
3: Well, as long as she's doing doc review, she's working under somebody else.
1: True. True.
3: Move well, over there, Ma. Well, and I tell you what, she went there to work with him, and let's see, she was supposed to work naturally five days. On Thursday, she would come in and turn in what little work she had done and head to Richmond, that damn boyfriend she had was an old man, and he really was controlling her. He really was controlling her, and that's so unlike her. She's always been so independent.
1: But she mm-hmm. got tied up with Jim, and,
3: you know, he was telling her how much fun they would have when she came to Richmond, so she couldn't stay in in uh, Lewisburg long
1: enough to do any business with,
3: with her son.
2: See, she she has she has to pass the stage of having fun. She's looking for fun because of the hurt and pain associated with this program. You
3: know, no, she had plenty of fun at Wake Forest and at uh, Saint Thomas. No, she's had all the fun anybody could have. Yeah, mm. like I said, the more I sit and rationalize things, a lot of this is her fault. she should be well, when... in Lewisburg.
2: But when you're a TI, you don't make you know if you you don't if you're not grounded in God, you you just don't make good decisions. That's all. I me. know
3: that. I know that. Yeah, know because
2: that. You, you know you're trying to fight this on your own, and you're trying to live your life according to your will. She's got to get a spirit of you know so you know uh, submission. Look, God, I'm tired. I'm tired. Yeah. Whatever you say I need to do, I will do. It. You want me to teach in the church? I'll teach in the church. You want me to, you know, it's it's a matter of, you know, there's something in God's kingdom she has to do. You see where your son is at. Look how he's blooming now. You know what I'm saying? He yeah. recognized, you, he can't do this without God. It, it's too evil.
1: Yeah.
2: And that's the point she,
3: she's got to get. I know, and I keep trying. I mean, both of my kids were, you know, went the whole route, Catholic school, everything, and both of them were devout Catholics. Now, Ira just doesn't want to get up in the morning and go to mass, so he's resorted to Charles Stanley. Lee is just almost as bitter as I am, and she just doesn't go to church anymore. Now, I don't miss.
2: It's hard to go to church.
3: It's hard oh to go to church
2: because they use a lot of churches to come, you know, to work against the eyes.
3: So. Well, the only thing I can look at my life and realize how much worse it could have been and how good it was, let's face it. I had a good, 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 good life. As I tell people, that God doesn't owe me anything. I am really, even with all of the targeting and all, my kids, survived very well, never had any problems with them. I've been good and healthy. I don't have any complaints. If I go to I don't have a single complaint. I'm just really unhappy. Except except this TI program, of course. Except (laughs) this TI program. How I lost my home. I had a four-bedroom house on the golf course. And they did everything they could until I lost my home. Oh, yeah, I've been through hell. But I've also had it very, very good. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I know that what the devil meant for
2: bad, God can use for good, and I believe God can use this program, honey, to
3: wake up people. I believe now. I sincerely believe that. Mm Mm-hmm. That I sincerely, truly believe that. That's why I am writing this book this time and not sparing a damn soul. Anybody that's crossed my path is going to be in there.
1: They I don't blame you. They can't sue me.
3: There's, they, don't, uh, there's, they can't sue me. They want my teeth or something because they won't get anything else from me. I know that's but right. <laughs> I am completely and totally judgment-proof. I'm judgment-proof.
2: Yeah, no, I'm gonna. I'm getting a good. I'm gonna get me a good book. I think I want to do a book on Kindle. Is yours gonna be on Kindle? No, I want a hardback.
3: Well, it's not hardback. It's a paperback. I'm not familiar, Mary. I'm not familiar with Kindle and all of that stuff.
2: Mm, that's that's um top of the line like PDF. You know, people can read it online. I know. I know. But at least with Kindle, they can't copy and stuff like that, and I I don't think you can even um you can uh they 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 got that thing pretty tied down. I'm I'm looking into it because I have so many chapters that are ready because of I mean I just you now well how get they it out there. It. that's what's needed get it right out. well you know I know yeah. Yeah. All right, darling, I'm going to let you go. Thank you for joining. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Karen. It's been a pleasure. Uh, Camille.
3: Thank you. Ed, it was a pleasure talking with you, Karen, and the other lady. And I'll Maybe. talk to you all of you later on. I'm going to go now. Yep. All righty. God
1: bless you, God bless
3: all of you. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Bye-bye. 18 plus.